Hi, and welcome to Effective Storytelling. Our five-minute stories have one key purpose, to connect life to learning in an entertaining way. There are no heroes or villains, just ordinary people providing extraordinary learning, often making you smile and usually making you think. So, on with today's story. People on an airfield. This story comes from Jan Carlson, former head of Scandinavian Airlines. He said, I woke up in a cold sweat one night, having had a nightmare. I dreamt that I'd been watching a conversation between three of my staff on the apron of the airfield, standing alongside one of our planes, which was due to take off. The first one said, Look, the plane has to go. We pride ourselves on punctuality. It is one of our key performance criteria. It needs to go in the next five minutes to be punctual. The second one said, No, we have a commitment to customer in-flight service and a lot of our reputation is built on this. We have 180 passengers on board and only 165 meals. We need to wait until the extra 15 meals have been delivered, which will take 10 minutes. Then the third one chipped in. That's all very well, but I just don't like the look of this rivet holding the engine on. Carlson's concern was this. How would they decide? For Carlson, it was clear. Safety first, then punctuality, and compensate the passengers without the in-flight meal. But it was no use him knowing. It was the staff on the ground who needed to decide and he realised that they might not use the same stacking of criteria that he felt was obvious. Leaders need to communicate, and in terms of performance management, it isn't enough to say what the business objectives are. They need to say what the key criteria are for successful product or service delivery. But Carlson's nightmare takes it further. There is no point in setting several performance criteria, safety, punctuality, customer service, if you do not clarify their stacking order or priority order, if and when they conflict. There are a number of takeaways from this story. Setting success criteria, standards, communication, decision-making, trust versus control, prioritizing, and values into action. Setting success criteria. Success needs to be defined so that everyone is clear what is needed to produce that success. For example, it's not enough to have an objective such as to keep customers happy. What are the key factors that are necessary to make a customer happy? This requires success criteria to be set. In this case, three such criteria have been identified by Carlson, the chief executive. Punctuality, in-flight customer care and safety. These criteria give clarity. They help everyone focus on what really matters. Standards. It's not enough for the chief executive to have identified these criteria. Carlson realised he needed to communicate these criteria fully so that everyone responsible for customer satisfaction knew these three criteria. Ideally, of course, there would be standards applied to each criterion in effect to define each of the criteria. So, punctuality might be set at leaving the stand at no later than 10 minutes from the published time. In-flight customer care 
might be defined as full in-flight service of food and drink available as published. And safety might mean or be defined as 100% completion of safety checklist. Communication. Having decided these criteria and how they should be defined, Carlson then needed to consider how best to get this information out to everyone who would have a role in delivering them, such as the three on the tarmac. Possibilities could include a briefing system, where each level of the hierarchy briefs their team and answers any questions. This could then be possibly reinforced by something more permanent, an email, a leaflet or a handbook, including key checklists. There could be a poster or in-house video campaign, and the criteria and standards could be emphasised or reviewed at any appraisal or PRD meeting. There could also be incentives or rewards, such as bonuses, for the standards being met. Decision-making. The central part of Carlson's nightmare was decision-making. Given that all three of the criteria could not be met at the same time, the employees were in effect disagreeing over which criterion was a priority. To Carlson, the answer was obvious. Safety, punctuality, then in-flight customer service. In that order. But what if the decision makers on the ground, on the front line, did not have that clarity, the same understanding? Not only would there be potential inconsistency each time a similar situation occurred, but the wrong decision could be catastrophic. As an aside, the Chernobyl nuclear plant disaster occurred because of similar circumstances. Those on the front line, and in particular an autocratic supervisor, prioritised the wrong criteria, meeting a test deadline rather than prioritising safety. So Carlson would have to make sure that in all communications, the stacking order of the criteria were clear, should such a conflict between them arise. Trust versus control. This situation also raises another important organisational issue, the tension or dilemma between empowering frontline staff by giving them more autonomy and yet ensuring consistency and effectiveness of decision-making. It's no use empowering those on the tarmac to make their own decisions if, in doing so, they put the business at risk. The answer probably is to be clear what part of frontline decision-making is negotiable and what is not. In this instance, safety is non-negotiable and needs to be made absolutely clear. And if that just seems obvious, then remember Chernobyl. And in a separate incident, the captain of the Titanic had such trust in the reputation of the ship as unsinkable that appropriate control measures were not taken until far, far too late. Prioritising. Quite simply, it is the responsibility of the senior leadership to set the criteria for success and spot where potential conflict between those criteria might occur. Then make it crystal clear to everyone that, in such an eventuality, what the priorities are. And although in this instance the priority is safety, and would probably be seen as such by most, the priority between punctuality and in-flight care is less obvious and potentially open to debate. There's also the issue that different contexts could produce different priorities. When I was a lecturer, I had students in the same class who had different attitudes to success according to their different contexts. Those that saw each session as a social time out to be enjoyed 
were not overly concerned with academic success, whereas those that saw the course as a major stepping stone to their career had a high regard for academic success. Values into action. Roy Disney has said, once you are clear about your values, every decision is easy. In other words, clear values are a useful filter through which decisions need to be tested. So in this example, if everyone in the organization had a non-negotiable value of safety first, then Carlson could perhaps have relaxed. In such a situation, the values of the organization, rather than rules or supervision, become the key mechanism for control. Remember, you can search lots of stories at effective.vision forward slash storytelling. Browse over 50 themes to find the perfect one. You'll also find transcripts and downloads of every story. And of course, if you enjoyed listening, please share and remember to subscribe. And if you have a story you'd like to share, please email us hello at effective.vision.com.